Welcome to The Point Podcast. At The Point, we point high school students to Jesus because we believe that Jesus is better than anything else that this world has to offer. We hope that this podcast is an encouragement to you in your walk with Christ, but that it does not replace the time you're already spending with the Lord. Thanks so much for listening, and here's our awesome high school youth pastor, my husband, Justin Kinley. Hey, what's up, students? Happy Saturday. Man, hope you're doing well. And today, we are kicking off a new book of the Bible, 2 Samuel. But remember, we we talked about yesterday a little bit how, you know, yes, this is, you know, 1 Samuel and 2 Samuel, but but really, this is all one story. Like, if you just finish chapter 31, chapter 1 of 2 Samuel literally picks up right where 1 Samuel 31 left off. 1 Samuel 31, uh, Saul dies. In 2 Samuel chapter 1, David hears of Saul's death. I mean, so it's, you you can almost, you, you really need to read these two books together. Like they go with one another perfectly. One is really about, First Samuel is really about the rise and the fall of Saul. And then Second Samuel is really about the rise of David. And that's kind of what's happening here. Um, and in many ways, the, the struggles that David's going to go through too, which we're going to see in plenty down the road. But but there's something amazing that happens in Second Samuel chapter one. So I want you to think about David, right? David was anointed as the next king of Israel in First Samuel chapter 16. That's when David's anointed king, right? But remember, he's anointed king, but Saul is still the king, right? So, excuse me. So when when David hears that Saul has died, what do you think David's reaction should be, right? Should, should he be like happy? Should he be rejoicing? Because now the dude that was sitting on the throne that he's going to sit on is gone. Like God has removed him. Here comes David, able to step into his rightful place. Like I think that's a very natural reaction that, that maybe even we would say we kind of expect. Like we kind of expect to see David like, you know, praising God. God, you have removed my enemy. God, the guy who wanted to kill me, you've removed him. You defeated him. And now I'm here. And, and I, I do want to do the Bible justice. We do see prayers like that in the Bible, right? We, we see prayers where the men of God are rejoicing over the enemies of God that have been defeated. So we see that happening, but that's not what we see in 2 Samuel chapter 1. Instead of David rejoicing that Saul is dead, instead of David just being in this celebratory mood that Saul is gone, literally chapter 1 is David weeping over the death of Saul and the death of his sons, and especially Jonathan, because we know David and Jonathan had an awesome relationship together. So think about this, David could have been rejoicing because it's his turn to be king. It's his turn to come into the kingdom. It's his turn to rule and reign. You kind of accept him to be rejoicing and joyful and happy and all these things. And yet chapter one has David sorrowful. He's weeping over the fall of Saul. Man, what would it look like in your life if you weeped over your enemies? If you weeped over your enemy, you say, Justin, what do you mean? Well, th- think about this. Like, it's okay for David to, to know that he's going to be the next king, but also to recognize that, man, I hate the way Saul's life ended. This incredible man of God who started off being obedient, but then fell into disobedience. And, and David weeps over that. And he weeps over the fact that this Saul's disobedience led him to death. I mean, I wonder what would happen. I wonder how our hearts would change if we said, you know what? I'm not going to be angry at my enemies. I'm not going to be hateful towards my enemies. I wonder how our hearts and our lives would change if we said, Lord, help me weep over my enemies. Help me weep because I want them to know you. Help me weep because I want them to experience the same love of God that I've experienced. Help me to to have compassion and grace for them because you had compassion and grace for me. I wonder what that would be like if we follow David's example here and, and cared for our enemies enough to, to weep over them. And that's a that's a weird picture, right? 
It's a weird picture. It almost reminds me of Jesus when Jesus is on the cross and you get this incredibly compassionate statement when he looks out at the people crucifying and he says, Father, forgive them for they don't know what they do, right? This incredible statement. I wonder what would happen if we began to treat our enemies like that. So let me encourage you today. Who's one that you would just identify as an enemy in your life? And someone who's been against you, someone who you feel like is is, is wanting uh, to hurt you or wanting to come against you. Man, how can you love them today? How can you pray for them today? Maybe maybe it is you weep over them and pray that the Lord would move in their life in a mighty way. But I just think it's so interesting here that the, the kingdom is now available, the throne is now empty, and yet we don't see David rejoicing at the downfall of his enemy. We see David weeping. And I wonder what would change if we had hearts like that today. So consider that. It's a challenging thing. I know that's not fun because you're like, nah, bro, they're my enemy. I, I hate them. I don't want to weep over them. Right? I don't want to rejoice when they suffer. But that's not what David does here. So I hope you're challenged by that. I hope you're encouraged by that. And uh, if you have any questions, man, always feel free to reach out to us. DM us. Talk to us. We would love to talk more about the Bible with you. Um, but I hope that you use that to read chapter one today and get in the Word more on your own. I love you. We'll see you in life groups tomorrow. Thanks so much for listening. The Point is a ministry of First Baptist Church Indian Trail for high school students. We offer life groups every Sunday morning at 8, 9.30, and 11 o'clock. And we meet on Wednesday nights at 6.15. For more information, you can go to our church's website at fbcit.org.